Fire the Thought Outlet, a show where two guys who've known each other from high school will take turns sharing and reacting to topics of their choosing. I'm Dan. And I'm Will. And this is Thought Outlet. Mm, 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 mm. So I got a text from my parents on the way over here, and it was... So they're printing out Christmas labels right now to send out because we're in the holiday season. And the text was like... I read it in like a panic voice, like, oh my gosh, how do you... Where do I load this the label paper in? Do I put it where the regular paper goes? I put it on the top, and then that was followed up by like two or three more separate bubbles in my in my phone. I was like, "How do I replace the cartridge? What are we doing? Like, I, I, didn't we just replace it? Did it eat through the, all the ink that quickly?" And it was like this was like moments before I just left my house. Like they could have asked me before I I left. I could have gotten it done for them in two seconds, but they decided to wait afterward and. It's just, for us, it's easy to, we would know what to do. You just go in, you know where to put the paper, you know how to replace the ink. And it's just, it's just easy for us. Because we we grew up with it almost. Yeah, we did. We didn't learn that in school. I don't remember ever being taught how no, to do that. I we, just we, think that we have a knack for figuring out technology a little bit easier than some people that haven't spent as much time with it. No. Like, the other day I sent you a Snapchat. And my computer screen was upside down. I have no idea how that happened. And I honestly had no idea how to fix it. But unlike somebody in our parents' generation, I took out my phone and I Googled it. And it said, just do this. And that was it. It was over. Whereas if that happened to my mom, there would have been... You're her Google. She would have... (laughs) like The whole house would have been like destroyed by the time I got back with her trying to fix it. So, that leads us into today's topic of what we didn't learn in school, or what school didn't prepare us for. And I guess I'll start since it's my topic. Yeah. <laughs> that would make sense. Well, because I didn't um, prepare nothing for this. So, me and Dan went to the same high school. And it was a prep school. Preparation for college. Um. It really it it was a it was a good time. It taught me how to learn. It's high school. Yeah, you know, basic high school. Served its purpose. I like to think that we had a little bit better experience than most people in high school. I think that we did well for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We didn't get in any trouble. Mm-hmm. We had good grades. Yeah, for the most part, and um, there was no direction in where that was going, like. It was, everybody was getting us ready for college. They were teaching us things. We were learning some general education. But, like, no one said, oh, you can do this or you can do that. Or these are the fields that you can enter into when you get to college. That was something that you had to figure out on your own. That was the the test we took that told you if you're a farmer or you're a... Yeah. yeah. I got Park Ranger. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. I got Park Ranger. Gotcha. And that was all. That was it. No, like, I, I had no practical jobs. <laughs> um, so, my first complaint is that it was a preparation school, preparatory school, just for more schooling. Yeah. It wasn't preparation for life. For life. No. Anyway, the tragedy of life. (laughs) So as soon as I got to college, I didn't have a goal. I didn't know what I wanted to do. The first thing that popped into my head was police officer. So I was like, oh, let me go for a criminal justice degree. And I did that. And I did fabulously. And then I got (laughs) out of college and nothing. Couldn't find a job. No one cares that I almost had a 4.0. 
No, no, no one cares. Care it's not a field. No, it's not a field where you need education. If you're going to become a police officer, you can do that right out of high school. You just start working as a dispatcher in whatever town or city you live in or whatever. You get in close with some people. You start doing some volunteer work. You just get yourself associated and then you work towards it. You don't go to college for that. And guess what? I went to college for that. And no one taught me that. <laughs> no one taught me that while I was in college either. It was honestly a waste of four years, unfortunately. What do you think about that, Dan? How do you feel? I mean, I would I would agree that high school didn't really prepare us. Because it, it, it was. It was saying, like, this is, like, preparing us for the SAT. It didn't say, like, and a lot of people make this uh, complaint online where, like, everyone's, like, no one taught me how to do mortgages. No one taught me about taxes. No one taught me about these things as an adult you had to figure out. It was more, for high school at least, it was more of this is how we're going to teach you to get into college. Where hopefully you would learn how to live your life at that point. And I kind of knew where I was going. Like I, I always, I, I love computers and I love coding and I love doing all that kind of stuff. So I went for computer engineering. Um, and the problem that was kind of in, in school in that aspect was that we would have like these crazy tests of like math formulas and like one question would be broken down into five parts and the, the test was technically supposed to be two hours, but like no one ever finished. Like you, you had like a couple of people, like one guy would go up after like 15 minutes cause he didn't know anything. So we just put his name on the paper and hand it in. Then you have someone that comes up like half an hour later who knew what he was doing and like, handed in but then there's like a, a 90 percent of us who kind of stuck it out past those that the end of the hour the two hours and the professor would kind of give us a couple of minutes and be like you have to hand it in like i know you guys didn't finish the test but it was more of it it was the class has kind of taught us how to to think and like there's some people who know how to think and there's there's people that don't know and you can't really teach that to someone so that, that was kind of like it wasn't a, it wasn't classes to teach you how to think. It was more of separating those who knew how to think and those who didn't know how to think, <laughs> which is sad to say that. But that's, um, <clears throat> that's not a good way to uh, educate people. No, it's a terrible way, and you kind of you you see that like I don't know how it was in your school, but like we started out with three hundred, four hundred kids, and the graduating class was thirty kids, who. No. I think I was one of the few people who graduated in four years, and like the rest of my class was like a five-year wow. type of thing. Yeah. Well, you went for you know a, a hardcore like yeah like knowledge like and sciency type but like thing. I went for a social science, which is just like ah, uh, this is kind of obvious to me. Everything just like stood out from the beginning. Like yeah. I put in minimal effort and got out maximum achievement and that wasn't the way to go but i did learn in the very beginning how to write how to think about writing how to synthesize ideas how to be creative i had a really good english teacher speaking of that mentioning what you were saying about like these tests and yeah. the teachers like one of the first papers we wrote was about a teacher's uh form of teaching and most teachers just put like it's like putting storing items in a box okay your box the box being your brain and 
the good teachers pose problems and they just help you find the path to answering the question on your yeah. own. Like they give you the building blocks, but they don't give you the answers. Like, okay. I guess so. There's no like, like that's, that's the way you're supposed to teach. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to teach like, you know, you need, you need a good foundation. And if the teacher has presented you with a good foundation and given you a problem that you've never seen before, whether it's math or a science, yeah. you know, or the steps, a social take. science. Yeah, yeah. Like you should be able to like work your way up. Yeah. And like, honestly, I just remember high school as people up there just wagging their finger and Pretty much. saying things. And I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm good at remembering things. Like that's, that's what yeah, got me mem- through memorizing verse knowledge. Like, and then yeah. thinking on your own, like that's totally different. Yeah. So like there should be an emphasis on thinking for yourself. But also like in high school, like kind of going like the, in the debating side of it, like the high school kids don't care at that point either. Like mm-hmm. there, there might be a few that are like, I'm prepared for my future. I want to learn how to do this. But like, Everyone else, your heads are on the table. You're like, I don't, I don't care about going to school right now. I don't see the importance of it. I don't. That's very true. Yeah, I think that that's most high school students. Yeah, <laughs> like regardless of where you're at, they can have like maybe one fun class, but then after that, it's like, yeah. I mean, it gets boring just yeah. listening to a teacher talk for yeah. an hour or eight hours every day. I think you need, um, I think you need like a, a variety of educational experiences throughout high school that are more practical oriented so like you're actually doing things like like a cooking class would have been nice you know yeah, we like didn't, we didn't have like the, that's the so practical class or yeah no oh. like if we had gotten that i would have been i i cook now and i wish i knew more when i was younger honestly but like Can own a couple of restaurants that's the difference chef. like we went to a prep school and that's all education based all learning based mm-hmm. What I think is like the the diamond amongst the rough of high school is a tech school. Yeah. Somewhere you can come out with some serious practical knowledge and experience in things that are potential careers. So like my girlfriend went to a tech school. Okay. I was gonna ask you, like, I don't know the process. Yeah, I, no. I didn't go and to one. <laughs> she she went um through an EMT program while she was in school. Okay. She became an EMT when she graduated. She didn't use it, but she knew she didn't want to do it when she was done. Uh, okay. Unlike me, I didn't even know that EMT was something that I could have done at that age. There's a million things that I've learned on my own out in the world. I feel like people can get stuck in corners if they don't know what their options are. Yeah. So I went to EMT school last year in October, and I loved it. I wish I had done it so much earlier. I was 23 years old when I took the class. I could have been 18. I could have been 16. I could have been doing this for a long time. And I've loved it every minute. And if I knew about it, I would have known what I wanted to do a little bit sooner. Do you think you would have been in the, like, if someone told you right out of, like, elementary school, graduated eighth grade, and said, hey, you ever hear about this thing called EMT? You think you would have jumped into it, or...? It definitely would have given me a little bit better understanding of what there is out there. Okay. I don't know if I would have for sure, but I know now it's something that I've I've loved learning about. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's pushing me on my path to go get my second bachelor's degree to become a nurse because I really like the medical field and I didn't even try a science class on my first go around, which is unfortunate. But like, hopefully it's, this will help you though. Like you would be oh, yeah, 25. No, as soon as I took like, the EMT yeah. school, that was it. As soon as I went and graduated and was top of the class, I was like, I know what I'm doing Same. now. Like, I'm like, I loved it. I was excited to go to class, which was weird. It is a there's, weird feeling. Yeah, once you, <laughs> there's never really been a day in my life where I was like, oh, man, I can't That's wait to go like, take you know this test to tonight yeah. and show everybody how much I learned on my own. I think that was like my last year in college was I was actually happy to go to class because like we had hands on labs. It's like, go build this network between a couple of computers, have like communications and like you have to sit down and actually do the work as opposed to just writing it down on paper and like knowing the theory behind it because like you do you need to know the theory but at the same time having that hands-on to yeah. to do things is I took, so much more helpful i took microbiology this semester and most science classes have labs attached when they're like you know a serious science hmm. and my microbiology class was set up where we learned a couple of basic things in the very beginning and then we had to design our own experiments like it was like oh you have to figure this out but it wasn't written down step figure by step yeah. in a manual. It was <laughs> one sentence. Figure this. They're out. like, yeah, <laughs> write down your experimental design, make sure your teacher approves it, and then go and do that. And that was it. That was the like, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved that too. It was so cool. It was so cool learning on my own, making my own mistakes. Hey, don't get me wrong. Like maybe, you, oh, maybe no, you like a, a third of, of everything yeah. was like failure. No, yeah. But it was okay because no one gets it right on the first. Yeah, time. and we had a like a culminative big experiment at the end where we used everything we had previously learned and i was incredibly successful in that because i you, you knew how to do yet. everything like yeah. i had minimal guidance and knew what i was doing and figured it out it was awesome that's not how high school was no <laughs> that wasn't even how my job was now like i the stuff that i use uh like PLCs is like a programmable logic circuit. No, that I wasn't taught that in school. Like it was like my first six months and like I actually had to, I, they sent me for a couple of classes to learn, but that was again, just a whole bunch of books. But I sat down and used it like every day I would come in, like we had a little device, like the PLC would have a little setup and I would connect to it with my laptop, do some coding on it and just messing around with that. And like, even now I'm still learning things after like two, three years, I'm still Every day, it's like, I didn't know this thing could do this. So, like, the software that connects to it, it's like, I had no idea this could do this. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I had that at least some knowledge about how to think, how to teach myself almost. Because so I think that's, that's mostly, like, everybody, too. Like, you, you get to the point where, like, you learn how to teach yourself. Yeah. And Sometimes. Sometimes. You ho hopefully, like, depending on what you're going into, sometimes you have to learn how to teach yourself. Yeah. Um, And, like... You know where to look online, you know who to talk to, like the people, because we have a couple of clients that we work with that they're open with us. Like I can call them up and be like, we're working on this project right now. How do you think I should fix this? Like I'm thinking about doing this, this, and this. And that guy's awesome because he's like the same thing where he doesn't tell you the answer. He's like, you should look at it this way. Like what if you started here? Do you think you'll be able to get to it? And like he'll mess with me sometimes too. He'll like he'll tell me the wrong thing, and then I'll be, I'll be looking into it and be like, "Oh, let's see, maybe I can do it this way." And it's like, "No, you led me down the wrong line, man." So I had to I had to learn, yeah, 
like he 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 but like through that I also learned all like other things like oh this might have been the wrong path to go, but like maybe this can help me later on. Like this is just another thing I didn't know it's about. It's something that you learn yeah. as you go. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Going back, saying how high school was just putting things in a box. College was that for me too. I didn't have a single lab class throughout college. It was just all social sciences and pretty much just spitting facts. Like, it didn't give me any guidance. It didn't um, foster any, like, independent or critical thinking skills to solve problems and think outside the box or anything like that. Just, or even know what I wanted to do, you know? Like, I think creativity needs to be exercised and school like pretty much exactly what you were just saying just just messing around <laughs> messing around doing things wrong but like just having the basic skills like knowing how to click a mouse and then being able to use the keyboard yeah. and then just be like all right uh figure out how to use this program please thanks yeah <laughs> or fix this we're having this issue fix this do you think there would have been like for college for you like a lab or like an exercise that would have been helpful like a hand, like particularly, um, well, what would you? Like I I definitely had some critical thinking skills in in me already. Mm. Um, I don't know if there's something I can think of right now that would have made a difference. Yeah. But we had a senior research project where we had to come up with an idea, and we had to put in hours and hours of research and we had to design a survey and administer that survey get all the results and then it was like a 60 page paper at the end and i just remember like in the beginning i was on fire like i was like i know exactly what i'm gonna do like i'm gonna go above and beyond i'm gonna do this this and that like i did drinking and driving versus texting and driving and the levels of danger in each in today well in 2015, <laughs> which was two years ago, so not that big of a deal. But um, I was going like super above and beyond. I was calling up insurance companies and seeing oh, wow. if they, okay. yeah, so, I was okay. calling them. Up. Well, I wasn't doing like research by calling them up, but I was seeing if anybody was willing to give me one of those driving simulation machines, and I'd set up an experiment yeah. w- along with the survey. And people would, you know, have the drunk goggles and then they would have to text like a certain amount and see which one had a a higher failure rate. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was $3,000 a day to rent if I rented it from a company or I would have had to go bring 100 people to a 35 minute away drive to go use the thing for free. So I was like, I don't know that many people (laughs) and I can't do that can't so but i was like i felt empowered because i got on the phone and i started doing things myself without asking anybody how to do it like that's the other thing that's pretty tough like talking to people yeah they didn't teach you that no they didn't they didn't like oh you gotta go confront a stranger right now like what do you good yeah the the first like no like up until eighth grade you always hear the same thing stranger danger stranger danger (laughs) which no which this is true like they should be teaching those kids that but now it's like you know like we're we're so used to texting people emailing people like everything's electronic no one really calls and like has the the front of like face-to-face conversations with people to even like 
ask them, can I use your system? Not at all. Your simulations or anything. Everything's like, email, to, text. Yeah. And then like. It's a lot easier to email them because if he says no to you, to your face, you're like, oh. This, this okay. hurts. This hurts a little I'll bit. I'll go this way I'm, and you go that way. And, and we'll you like, forget everything. Well, yeah. your, your heart's <laughs> racing and your adrenaline's pumping because it's like rejection. <laughs> rejection that's, sucks. That's the huge thing. That they you, don't, never, you were they never taught. Te- they that should teach you that in school. Yeah. Like, There's yeah. another thing. No one ever taught me about emotions and uh-huh. dealing with other people and other people's emotions. No, no one was ever like, one day you're going to be at work and you're going to have to talk to somebody who's having a bad day. And they're going to make you have a bad day unless you are prepared mentally to deal with that. No one's ever said that to me. No one's ever said anything like that. It's like we were living in a little fantasy world throughout school where like the real world (laughs) didn't matter. (laughs) Everything was like, okay, cool. I know a little bit about public speaking and I know a little bit about statistics and I know a whole lot about like criminal justice theory. 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 Theory, yeah. theory. And I'm not going to do anything with that. But no one ever taught me to build up the courage to call somebody on the phone. No one taught mm-hmm. me how to diffuse an emotional situation no. when a customer comes in or you're dealing with a patient and it's just like, this person's not having anything. No. Even if you're trying <laughs> to be the nicest that you can, sometimes people are just not going to be with it. And you have to do your best to either help them or to just remain at your natural, neutral, calm state. And, hey, man, I've gotten, I've gotten angry. I, um, I think it was freshman year in college. I was working for food delivery up the street. Like, I don't remember exactly. (laughs) Okay. I remember exactly what happened. Uh, I'm just embarrassed. Uh. Um... (laughs) I went to deliver food to some dude who lived on a road that was under construction. Left out that detail when he ordered the food that it was under construction. So it took me 30 minutes for a simple five minute trip just to get to his house because there was traffic and construction. And I was like, uh, I was like, you should have told us blah, blah, blah. And then he like back sassed me at the door. And then I like said something back to him (laughs) and then like, and then he's like, well, I'm not giving you a tip. And I was like, good. And then he (laughs) slammed the door and I just left and I got back and people were like, Hey, I heard you told off Paul Silgy's son. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I did. (laughs) And then, and then my boss, like my boss said that to me and I was like, Oh no, I did what? This is it. This is it. And then he was like, High five. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no one liked that guy. I just got lucky that it was that guy. Um, la- the week later, like, someone was like, hey, I heard you punch Paul Silgy's son in the face. And I'm like, that's, that's not what happened. Okay. <laughs> <But> cool. <laughs> but yeah, like, like, if I was prepared a little bit better in school for regular old human interaction instead of being with the same people all day long and just not it's talking same, to the people yeah. that piss you off and, and just talking to the people classes. you like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if someone then, got on your nerve, it's like, whatever, I'm not your friend, like, get out of here. I'm going to sit on this side of the room now. Yeah, so social interaction yeah. is at a minimum. My eighth grade class was 12 people. Tiny. Did you, you same 12 people that you went from, like, first grade? I actually or? switched schools when I was in, when, from seventh, uh, sixth to seventh grade, I switched schools. Okay. So, 
I was in Hackensack with like 20, 25 kids. Only one of them I've kept in contact with. Yeah. To um, 12 new people that were, you know, I saw every day. Wasn't that much of a difference. And I only keep in contact with like actually just one of them. Wow. Yeah, that's... that's Even behind yeah. a very sad trail yeah. of... You're with these people for a while, and it's like, oh... Yeah, it's like, oh, see you never. <laughs> that's pretty much how it went. So, school should really start to focus on critical thinking. Yeah. It should teach you about daily, regular human interaction. Or, because uh, you had a part-time job doing it. I had a part-time... I, I was the technician at my school of computer technicians, like put yourself out there where you, you interact with people more as opposed to just sitting behind and doing like paperwork for an internship. Cause like, that's what a lot of people do too. Like you look yeah. for these big companies and like, Oh, I want to work here. I want this name on my resume. But like at the end of the day, you're not learning anything. They're going to put you in a corner and say, file this paper where like, if you do these other small types of jobs where you actually interact with people, that's more helpful to you. And people will probably look for that more often now. Like, I don't care if you if you did an internship at Dell or Google or Apple or whatever, because like they know you're not actually doing anything there. You can write whatever you want in the resume, but they know you're not gonna. Maybe maybe like a handful of people actually do a project for them, but they're not actually doing anything at that company. It's like go for something that's like a smaller business where you can actually do more work. You can interact with people. You can go outside and just you learn more with this, with the smaller companies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. But do that during college. Do that during high school as much as you can because yeah, it's, a, it's a good thing to know now. Even volunteer. Or volunteer, Do something yeah. volunteering. Yeah. If you don't like it, stop it and do something else. Like, yeah. There's a Volunteering's million easy. opportunities out there. Uh, I don't think anybody listening to this is going to take this advice because I feel like no, uh, young people don't listen it. to this. <laughs> no. Or, or no, who, who listens to podcasts when you're like young? This is like a, like a you're past the stage, adult, probably, adult person's... Yeah. Adult person, the one, team. the one listener that's yes, because we're not going to get any listeners because this is our first podcast. <laughs> the single but. freshman listener that's supporting us right now. We hope that you take our advice and you make something out of yourself from it, <laughs> um, or just our thoughts. It's not really advice. Oh, yeah. This is just a thought outlet. This would have helped us. Yeah, a thought outlet. <laughs> this would have helped us to hear, like, just to hear it, like, again, have it in the back of your mind. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the first episode of Thought Outlet. Feel free to leave any comments behind and let us know how we did, any improvements we could make, or just plain old comments on how you feel, or ideas for any other future shows, whatever whatever you like. You can reach us at dosedeucepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.